brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to this sud segment where good beer meets bad radio and we talk about everything good in life worth discussing. I am good old boy Mike here today hosting this episode today and joining me here at the table are good old boy Dave. I think I just peed a little. <laughs> I, would, I would think you'd have a good exit strategy at this point is what i was thinking you would have i just pee under the table. okay all right the number <laughs> that of explains so much good old boy kendall's at the table i'm just trying to figure out you're not as pretty as our other host <laughs> that's for sure good old boy drew's here glad to be here i was trying to put my finger on what was different kendall thanks yeah. for pointing it out yeah and uh good old boy sparky um, if you keep flirting with Dave during this, like Juliana does, I'm just going to get grossed out. Hold my, <laughs> hold my hand, Dave. Tell me I'm the one. As long as he hits me after you all leave, <laughs> it'll all be the same. Is that where those bruises came from? <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I w- was going to say I was looking forward to this, but mm, after thought, <laughs> that's over. That's pretty sure. Blink twice if you need help. <laughs> Virginia is for lovers, or so they say, but today, Virginia is for beer lovers. I need some lowdown for beer lovers. I need some, you know, Marvin (laughs) Gaye talking to me. Virginia is for beer lovers. On a recent trip, road trip to uh, Virginia, good old gal Juliana and good old boy Dave picked up some beer and brought it back for us to enjoy and discuss which we'll be doing while I delight everyone with my impression of a colonel drunkard. Colonial. Colonial. Col- colonial. colonial? Wow. And Dave, what did I say and that? Dave's the one who can't read. I yeah, love it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I say, I say, partner, I can't read this here script. Uh, let's see. Before we get started, though, uh, I want to tell you who this Suds episode is brought to you by. Stuff and things. Do you like stuff? Do you need things? Well, come on down to Stuff and Things. We have more stuff than anyone, and our things are so competitively priced. Stuff and things, things and stuff. Stuff and things and stuff and things. Now, with more stuff. Okay, good old boy Dave. Uh, Tell us a little bit about this road trip uh, you guys went on. Well, we went to Virginia, drank beer, we bought beer, ate some bacon fried rice. Yes. Yes. Bacon makes everything better. It really does. That quick enough? Mm. <laughs> there was probably a little bit more than that. Involved. that hey, I was disc- with them. That was about it. Uh, oh, you got you went along for the ride? No yep. kidding. Kendall and June were there as well. No and uh, Kendall rode in my lap the whole way. Uh, what, <laughs> what did you think about Virginia? Girl. And what more importantly, what did you think about the beer you had along the way, Kendall? The beer was great. Virginia is a great beer state. We loved it. We were there for the Beer Bloggers Writers Conference and uh, just got to see a lot of good things we drank beer all around loudon county and prince william county good beer up there in northern virginia we also spent a day in richmond which is great oh, i love richmond go visit it's great small town yeah. um well if you're from a big city if you're from the country it's a big town but uh <laughs> it's the right size it's town. the right size it's a, it's a great city Wait, you've got i got lost <laughs> 
It's I would is there a Venn diagram in this somewhere? <laughs> it's uh I mean it it's a good sized city, but yeah. you know it's not a metropolis like right. DC. It's more it, for Tennessee folks. It's kind of like a Chattanooga. You could city. Uh, you can still get around in Richmond. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah, not but still uh, plenty to do there. And, but uh, great, but there's, yeah. great breweries. And yeah. bacon fried rice. At the Answer <laughs> Brew Pub, bacon fried rice. But you also have great breweries like uh, Vassen, Ardent, The Vale, and of course, a Triple Crossing. And of course, the big boy there is now Stone, yeah. who's built their East Coast brewery in Richmond. But Virginia has a lot of great beer. And of course, you get the Deschutes uh, little tap room there in uh, yeah, Roanoke. Yeah. And a lot of other uh, just local beers all along, up and down. A lot 81. of uh, farm to farm breweries yep. you know like destination farm breweries yep. it's really like cool vanish up in loudon county was yeah. a really great farm brewery we had a blast well uh after uh the uh, this episode and another one um we will pretty much cover virginia you know blanketed all the way we did some previous episodes uh kind of covering the southern part of virginia through virginia beach and going um up through Richmond itself, and so there's some other uh, great breweries that we talked about on a bunch of those previous shows. Licking Hole. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, and we talked about a brewery. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey <laughs> So, uh, we definitely have uh, done a great job of covering a lot of this state. All right, Kendall and Drew, uh, you guys are going to tell us about the 20 beers that we're going to talk Jesus about today. what? All right, let's go for it. The beers okay, that we're going to try Aslan today Brewery are in um, Virginia. The, we have uh, removal of, of responsibility. Drinking beer is not a crime. And then it's uh, a nice half of bison. Of, uh, uh, wait, brewing. wait, wait. I'm sorry. I need to be explicit here. Could we do this possibly one at a time? So uh, Juliana wouldn't have done it that way. <laughs> Kendall, yeah. why don't you tell us about the first ten or so? Okay, from uh, first couple breweries, Aslan. We had some great beer. Uh, removal of responsibility. A half of bison. Drinking beer is not a crime. A dry, double dry hop. Double IPA. Uh, we've got a Blackberry and Apricot Gosa, Cheap Trick and IPL, Johan and the Giant Peach, and Johan Needs a Bigger Boat, and also their Coco Napalm, or Maypalm, all from Aslan from Crooked Run. We have Heart and Soul and IPA, Cruise Control, a New Zealand style Pilsner, and the Rose Empress, a Soured IPA. And from Champion Brewing in Charlottesville, we have Shower Beer, a Czech style Pils. From the Ocelot Brewing Company, or Ocelot, I guess, depending on where you're from, in Sterling, we have the Sunnyside, blah, 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 the Sunnyside Dweller. <laughs> it's a uh, German-style pills. What's the label look like for the blah, 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 beer? <laughs> After 20 of them, they all kind of start to blend together. Kind of fuzzy. That's um, true. The uh, Mi Corazon, uh, a... IPA, the Mr. Kite, another IPA, the Ole, Ole, a Pilsner, the Scandalous, a sour with raspberry and pomegranate. Then from South Street, also in Charlottesville, the Tongue Dropper, formerly known as Tongue Ninja, sour double IPA. From Rocket Frog Brewing Company in Sterling, the Croak at the Moon, a Belgian-style Saison. From Vanish Farmwoods Brewery in Leesburg, we have a 4.8% plum Saison, and then the Andre v2 a brute ipa mm. thanks a for brute. uh going through that uh, exhaustive list uh, for today so listen don't panic we're not going to talk about all 20 of these beers and it's not going to be a four-hour episode we did drink we never them though. Go through we did t- we have tasted all all of these uh beers for today uh so what we've done is we've picked our top three uh each of us we're going to go through um, some of our top three. We actually have a common number one we're going to talk about first. And as we go along, 
we're going to be tasting and rating these beers. And good old boy Sparky is going to tell us about our suds ratings. I say, I say, uh, we'll be discussing and uh, rating these beers with uh, these uh, suds ratings plus our signature Belgian sounds. Here are those ratings now. One, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Two, was that a belch? Three, I say, I say now, boy. Oh, what a relief. Four, a body should not really make that sound. And a five, listen to that hang time, son. Give me another. I can't decide if he was a cartoon rooster or one of those, uh, like, uh, tent preachers from, like, back in the Depression era. I'm actually a delegate. Uh, for, uh, I felt like there was a come to calling of some kind in that. So <laughs> I was thinking a mix of Foghorn Leghorn and the Chicken yeah. Hawk. Mm. Mm. I was mm. thinking of Foghorn Leghorn on crack cocaine, but, you yeah. know. <laughs> Have you been to Virginia? Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, you, so that answers the question, which was, what was the point of watching all those cartoons when you were younger? That's it right there, because you would not have been able to deliver that if you did not have all of those brain cells, you know, properly, you know, conditioned so that you knew how to deliver it. Today. See, you're Thank you, Mel Bob. Yeah, your life yeah. right yeah. now yeah. culminated. Right. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, when you walk up to your kids and go, what's the point of all these cartoons? Boom, there you go. That's it right there. 30 people. years from now, they'll be drinking too much and talking on the radio. Yeah. So uh, I thought we'd uh, introduce our top beer here real quick. Uh, we might gather a, a couple of uh, quick ratings. Uh, so it was very interesting. Out of the top uh, 20 beers, we actually all agreed there was one beer that just kind of stood head and tails uh, above all of those. And the name of that beer is the... Coco Maypalm. Thank now, you. Now, just, just to butt in here real quick, do you think that that was because this was... I mean, this is very different than anything else that we tried in our <clears throat> 20,000 beers that we tried from Virginia. Was it 20,000 beers? Yes. Yes. I say it was 20,000 beers. That's right. <laughs> um, but out of all these beers that we tried, this was like, so this is what's throwing me off. Was it, was this our favorite because it was so different than all these other beers that we tried or, or was it really that good? Well, let's tell everybody what this is first. Cause I, I, th I don't think they know the context of our conversation. So this was the only stout in our entire lineup. And this is a combination of an Imperial stout with maple syrup. Um, so there wasn't any other stout in the 20, uh, yeah. beer lineup here, but I, I don't, I don't think the fact that it was the only stout really stood out to us. We taste no. thousands of beers all the time. And, um, it was pretty easy for me to say, wow, that is really good. Well, and we've all had Agreed. other maple stouts before and that as maple stouts go, they usually the, are too sweet. The flavor, too much the maple, maple, the maple, I got diabetes right, from one. You know? That's true. Yeah. The maple is just usually fake. I generally do not like maple beers at all, but I love this one. It was phenomenal. I thought the sweetness was really well balanced by the bitter from the cocoa nips. Yeah, I agree, but I just I kind of want to bounce it off of you guys. Uh is this just kind of like the fact that we are subjected to all these other beers and this is one that is so stylistically different? I don't think so. Else? I just there were other good beers good in beers. this yeah. flight, but yeah. I I think this one was the most well made and that's a hard style to get right. Mhm. Mm well, if you want to get ready to know what this beer tasted like, 
Go grab a Brock candy bag of maple nuts. That's it. Open that up. Shove your nose in that. Take a couple of deep breaths and come back and join us. And we'll shove tell your you nose more. right in those nuts. <laughs> right in D's maple nuts. <laughs> Welcome back to Sip Suds and Smokes. On today's Suds episode, we're going through about twenty beers from the Virginia area, and we were just talking about the cocoa maple um, from Aslan uh, Beer Company, right? Aslan. Aslan. Yes. Okay. I got to be really careful about that. Not the lion from, <laughs> you know, that. So oh, no, not, it is his. It's I his know. brewery. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh. Wow. Yeah, he's there. He, you can oh, go let's there. Go. You can pet him? I wouldn't try it. Can you heavy pet him? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just run for the hills. So we were talking about I could the- could be lying. Uh, the aroma <laughs> profile of this is just so close to those Brock maple nuts. It is just dead on in a yeah, kettle. I love maple nut goodies. I, I, since I was a kid, I can still eat a bag of those things. And when I put this up to my nose, that was my first thought. Just that maple flavor that you, you expect, um, but it's really it's subtle. It's not overpowering. It's just a great beer. And I can put these nuts like right up in my face and it's not overpowering. It's really, it's well balanced, I think. It is. All right. So mark that the time mark where this episode fully digressed was 14 minutes and 48 seconds. All right. New record. We're just talking about No, it, not a new record, but there it is. It has happened. We've already. actually done it in the intro. Yes. Before. That's true. Right. That's true. Hey, look. We're up when, to the challenge. When a bunch of guys can't talk about a bag of nuts, all right, <laughs> oh my God. how much they enjoy them. And their goodies. Yeah. You know. Any other comments about the beer? <laughs> no, I think what Jason was asking earlier was, it did this stand out because it was a stout and we didn't have any other stouts? I don't think so. No. It was just really well Not done. For me. Flavorful, balanced, yeah. uh, a well-done beer. Now, and I was just trying to be a devil's advocate there uh, because- you know, I think it's really easy. I mean, I yeah. love this style, but like, I think we were talking about it. There's, there's a great roastiness and, uh, I don't think there's any coffee adjuncts. So it's no, either from the cacao nibs or the malt itself. You definitely get that roast. It's wonderful. Well, if they ever get challenged on their beer name, I think they should just call this sweaty balls. So, you know, there you go. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's rate up, uh, the, uh, Coco uh, Maypalm. Uh, what do we think about this here? All right. Our Suds rating for the Coco Maypalm from Aslan Beer Company is going to be a five. Hello. Well Yummy. done. Well done, Aslan. Yeah, really great beer. I, you know, and, and just, I'm sorry to stick on this for just one second, but the fact that it's got that great bitterness and roastiness and it just that that is still a prevailing, you know, flavor factor in it. It's just yeah. kind of refreshing, you know, so balanced. Yeah. yeah. That's the key word. I was, uh, really all over was the balance between the maple syrup and the roasted malt itself. I don't think either one was ever done at all mm -hmm. here. No. So it's really great. Really, really well mm -hmm. put together. Well, let's charge into our top three, uh, for each of us. Let's start off with good old boy, Dave, your top oh, three. I don't want to go first. Okay. okay. We'll skip you then. No, 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 no. I will fine. definitely that's skip fine. you. <laughs> Damn, dude. Okay. You're not dealing with Giuliani here, buddy. <laughs> That's right. No got to keep the show moving along. Things here. just got real. No favorites. All yeah. right. So uh, the first one I would talk about from Vanish Farm Woods Brewery in Leesburg, Virginia, was the Plum Saison. Hmm. I'm not always a huge fan of Saisons, but this one, I think the, the Plum balanced out the fruity spiciness of a, a, a saison yeast very well 
Uh, it's very subtle beer, easy to drink. That's why I like it. I would give the Plum Saison, oh, I don't know. I'll say a three. Next, I'll do the... Uh, Damn it, Drew! How do you how do you get through life writing like this? Well, um, <laughs> damn it, Jim! He's a doctor, <laughs> not the, a pool man. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Rose Empress from uh, Crooked Run Brewing in Sterling, Virginia, is a kettle soured IPA with raspberries, Mike's favorite, and mosaic hops, my <laughs> favorite. I get I definitely get the mosaic hops more in the aroma. Then the flavor, I think the kettle souring was really very subtle in this one. Uh, the raspberries kind of get, I don't, I think they come out more in the after aftertaste. Um, it's a good beer, though. I like it. Hmm. I, don't think anybody, I don't think anybody else did, though. Uh, I'm going to give the Rose Empress a sud rating of three out of five. Hmm. I, you know, honestly, upon the name, just hearing the name, I thought there was going to be a rose adjunct and i did too until you see the little uh what's the thing called accent accent. sorry i'm sorry (laughs) sorry we just too many years of french (laughs) why do you think you have this outrageous accent Um, (laughs) oh well my mother was a hamster and my father smelled of elderberries that explains so much (laughs) 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 <laughs> or wait no that was your mother yes well let me write that down. he's going to fart in your Drew general direction is excommunicated <laughs> from the family wow okay nice. um then the third one i will talk about are we done yet Can we 20 beers bar- from virginia barely. hey at least it wasn't west virginia so um the third one I will talk about is the Sunnyside Dweller. It's a German-style pilsner from Ocelot Brewing Company, also in Sterling, Virginia. Um, of the various pilsners that were in this flight, I think there were seven. Quite a few. Uh, yeah. And there were different styles. I think there was All a Czech, a German, place. a New Zealand-style pilsner, which I've never heard of a that A vegetable before. water pilsner was in there, too. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Yes. Yeah. There was a dungarees pilsner. Um, <laughs> this one, I, I'm not going to say is a good German style pilsner. Um, I, I don't think it has the, the depth of flavor or the, the bitterness that it should. But I think it is a nice drinkable beer. Plus, you guys had already taken all the other favorites. So <laughs> my top three is really just of which three did I hate least So of what was left. So I'm going to give uh, Sunnyside Dweller a sud rating of three out of five. Did he just give us the victim speech? Does he this, did. I think it bit. sounded like well, the victim I thought it was speech. pretty cool how he built a crucifix <laughs> and nailed himself and to it victim. as he was that's not giving it. Yeah, that's and harder would, than it looks. It, it's have, not easy, yeah. but you did it. I would have to disagree, though. I, I think the Sunnyside Dweller was a very solid pills. It didn't make my top three, but yeah. I enjoyed it. No, yeah. I thought it was a I great pills. I think I, it's it was a on my good list too. Pilsner. I just, I'm not certain i think it's a german style pills. no it made my top five and you know i i did like it as well whatever dude you victimized me yeah well you went there you like nailed yeah, yourself you, to i that went gospel. there you fell I'm, on I'm the sword there. man i'm hanging on <laughs> i'll take s-words for a thousand you guys get your bags and nuts and i get freaking leftover beer whatever dude <sighs> 
Let's move right on along to uh, good old boy Kendall's uh, top three picks here. Okay, I'm going to start with my number three. It's the Scandalous from Ocelot Brewing in Sterling, Virginia, oh. which was our, our where our conference was Raspberry. based. A uh, little, little town right outside of uh, Washington, D.C. But it's a sour ale with raspberry and pomegranate. Man, Mike loves raspberries. Yeah, yeah he does. I like what Sparky said earlier. Is that a trigger word for me? <laughs> It's true. I think it is. Yes. We already yeah. know what your safe word is. But that's definitely your trigger word for sure. Banana peel. A, yeah, it's a really nice sour beer. Uh, not not really sour, just kind of tart, kind of yeah. like a little uh, sweet tart candy going on. It's beautiful but color. The, the too. raspberry and the pomegranate give it a great fruit flavor. The raspberry isn't overpowering. It's pretty to look uh, at. But it's a wonderful beer, and I would give that one a three. That's a nice sweet body too, right? Yeah. Still talking about the beer. Hmm. Well, that too. And I wrote down, word. it did not suck. <laughs> That's amazing. For That's her. huge for you, man. That's growth. Mike's growing. So my next beer was the Cheap Trick, which is from Aslan. Uh, it's a 6.8% India Pale Lager, and I'm just a sucker for a good IPL. And this is a collaboration with Threes Brewing in Brooklyn. And of course, everything uh, coming out of Brooklyn is cool. Word. Instantly. But, yeah. But this is a really clean beer. I'm going to take another sip right here. There's a very clean beer, which you would expect out of a lager. The hop flavors are, are you know, those typical American New World flavors you would expect. Uh, you know, I think what makes an IPL different from a Pilsner is more of a hop forward focus and, and often those American New World hops. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no. Because, no. Well, what I would say is, like, I love IPL too, but speaking from the industry side, nobody would buy an IPL, which is so sad because it's... It's. I think if more people would give it a chance, I think it would be. It's like black loggers were like five years ago, right? Yeah. yeah and, but I. I don't think there's a lot of good ones out there. That's that's part of it. That's what right. I'm about that. Yeah, yeah. No, I have to say I'm with Kendall because, you know, the number of really great IPLs that I've had is a very short list. I just can't think of how many don't find IPLs them in general I've had. Though. Well, look. I mean, in looking at the industry too, it's so easy to crank out. An IPA, Ales. right? Yeah. But but loggers are a huge pain in the butt. And if you're gonna time suck, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're gonna dry hop a logger, like oh my god, you just put so much time into it. So well, I, I mean, I get it. People may tend to ferment something at a low low end temp for an ale and call it a logger. It's not really you're not really loggering it. You're just cranking out something a little, you know, kind of half. Budded. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a, a really nice IPL. One of the better ones I've had up there with what Jack's Abbey does. Yeah. Um, mm. And I would give that a four. That's high praise. Mm. That uh, is. It uh, is. Very so my last beer, um, I don't think anybody else went with this because this is a style that I don't think it's a lot of love anymore. And that's the removal of responsibility also from Aslan. I picked two of my three from uh, their selection. But this is a, a Hefeweizen with some blood orange. And bomb. I just, I loved it because too many Hefeys, I think, are They've got so much banana clove thing going on oh, there. Yeah. They're undrinkable. But let me let me sip this one to remind myself. Sip on that. You definitely have a little bit of that banana, but the blood orange kind of mixes in. It and it's very tropical. Balances it out. Yeah, yeah you get definitely. that citrus notes in there. So it's kind of a, almost like a, a, a tropical juice drink. But I think it's a really nice heffy. I enjoyed it. I could drink a lot of these on a hot summer day. And this was my favorite. Um, giving that a four. Hmm. Uh, nice. Uh, I, I'm going to call that a chick beer. 
Yeah. yeah, that's fair. You get a T-shirt that says, I'm a, "I'm a girly man." That's what, that's what you I'm get a girly with man. Girly man. <laughs> with, with that beer. Yeah, I'm, just, I'll, I'll claim it. I just I love a good heffy. I don't understand the point of having uh, a juice laden hefeweizen. I just think that that is um, really screwing I, up the base no, of something. I, I mean, well, like, look at where everything's going right now. Everybody's obsessed with tiki and like that whole yep. kind of tropical drink and trop. Like if you, if you throw banana in, but those are sweet fruits. This is a juice. This is an acidic. I don't but think, think so. About, I think like, like uh, some of these great, like classic tiki cocktails that are out there are not necessarily like, like we turn them into sugary nightmares, uh, but I don't think it has to necessarily be that way. And I think those tropical flavors playing off each other kind of work. But well, also like think about German Rattlers. I mean, that's mm. like a huge. Hang thing on there. a second. Let me get my head around that for a second. And we think just about, jumped. I was just about to say we lost drinks. a third of our audience when you said the word German and Rattler. Hey, so. dude. <laughs> there, I bet two thirds of our audience are like, oh, what? Yeah, I mean, in this time, especially in the hot time of year, um, Rattlers are huge. I just had a really interesting kombucha Rattler. See, uh, See? which I never thought I would like, but I does that come with a bucket? (laughs) I I don't like either of those inputs. I'm I'm sorry. sorry. I honestly. Kendall, I defend you until the day I die. Until I, uh, you said I did not I've think I've never I would, had kombucha, and I'm, I, I'm not a kombucha fan, but the kombucha Rodler uh, from uh, Deschutes actually, it's got a Virginia connection going yeah, there. Yeah. But uh, that was a that was a really nice Regina. drink. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So I wasn't keeping track. You go for two or three there. So that was that, that was, was all three. All right, well, I'm done. I'll shut up. <clears throat> yeah, and I beat you up on your half license. Sorry about that. Yeah. So. Let's keep on uh, trucking right around to good old boy Drew. Why don't you tell us about your top three there? All right. My uh, first one, I picked the uh, Mr. Kite, which was a 6.8% IPA with Nelson Sauvin and Citra from Ocelot Brewing Company. Or Can I just say something real quick about Ocelot which, or Ocelot or Ocelot? Um, what, one thing that's really cool about that brewery is that all their beers are named after songs, mm-hmm. which is oh. pretty slick. The Beatles uh, yeah. in this okay. case. Yeah. Uh, benefit for Mr. Kite. That's all I got. Um, I thought they would be named after government uh, failed uh, military projects because <clears throat> wow. that's all that Sterling. goes on in Sterling. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, you know, or, or Ashburn, or you know McLean. You know, so yeah, but nobody. Wants there were to- a lot of nondescript buildings out there. Really? Yeah. yeah. Are you saying that you thought somebody was listening in while you were slurping beer the whole time? Possibly. I they were. A- Did one of you guys get disappeared at any time during I, this journey? Uh, I found a camera in the bathroom of the hotel. Yeah. It, yeah. It, and I and I liked it. If you felt like it was happening, it was happening. Oh, it was. Thanks, NSA. I made it happen, Captain. Um, well, the Mister Kite. <laughs> I'm a sucker for Nelson Sauvin and Citra when put together. We've got a brewery here in town, uh, Bearded, that does that a lot, and I rank this pretty high up there with some of their some of my favorites from there. Bearded it's, Bearded Retina. Is that the name? Of that I'm name sorry, or? Bearded Iris, the the state flower of Tennessee, if you will. Um, very soft, smooth, um, nice, bitter finish. Um, you know, just a really great representation. I thought maybe it was a, a double dry hop version, but it was not. Um, I rated that a four. Moving on, I selected the beer drinking is not a crime, which is an 8.5% double dry hop double IPA, also Nelson, Sauvignon, and Citra. I need to show that to my mom just to convince her that beer It's on a label, is, It's mom. on a label. It's on the can, This mom, is my bona fides right here. People sell this, so yeah. it's got to be true. You can also get one of my shirts, you know, the craft beer. It's not alcohols, and it's a hobby. Um, <laughs> but uh, 
again, um, just delicious, fruity, um, almost pineapple going on there. Very smooth. Um, again, the, the Nelson and the Citra playing very nicely together. I rated that one a three. That's a tasty beer, though. It was. And then last but not least, the uh, Heart and Soul, uh, 6.5% IPA with Mosaic and James Bond hops, or 007 hops. Uh, or, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I normally am not a fan of Mosaic, and I know that puts me in the uh, minority at this table. My well, is... I'm sorry that this broadcast had to be ended at this moment. It's been great talking to you, man. The writers yeah. have been sacked. Yes. So. <laughs> Good old boy Drew will no longer appear on this show. The people that sacked the writers have also been sacked. I, I think that um, the addition of the uh, James Bond tops um, sort of softened that Mosaic. It's, it's not... R- too much of anything it's a very middle ground beer i feel like i could just crush probably three or four of these um and yeah. i rated that one a I'm three crushing your head yeah i enjoyed that I, it was it was probably top five for me i yeah. i enjoyed it too i thought i was uh i mean that i'm not usually a super big fan of that style but uh i could see drinking a bunch of that oh you know what this calls for this is time for the fake british accent so we're going to have a 007 hop here. We got to be talking in a British accent, and I'm just saying that it so, was a very bad hop blend. So I did not go well together. The Queen did not love it. Nobody loved it whatsoever. So when I'm does the British you, part start? The British, <laughs> no, I Mr. Bond. Mr. I expect you to yeah. die. Yes. Um, by the way, Idris Elba will not sound even remotely like that. So you're going to have yes. to change from... Bad British schoolboy. My too. name is Mosaic, Mister Mosaic. Yes, yes. I, I just, I thought the the blend of the hops just was not working in this beer for me. That was the thing I just, I couldn't get through it. You know, um, that. And what about the the liquidy part? Can you drink the liquidy part? Uh, no, I can't because I'm British. And there's just not enough blend of the hops in here for me. So that's what I say. Ta-ta. Goodbye. Cheerio for this beer. For we me. are not amused. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Are you saying that you don't hear British accents while you're sipping this beer, Drew? I, I have not heard a British well, accent. Well, I certainly haven't heard. You I certainly haven't heard, heard accents like that. That's yes. for certain. You don't hear the Queen in the middle of it. It, nah. it wasn't bitter enough to be British. Oh, I heard a Queen. Was, I there just didn't you hear, go. Hear right. anything British? <laughs> <laughs> don't make fun of the Queen. So, what's your suds rating on Your Majesty? So go ahead. It was a it was a three oh, for me. Not for, uh, for heart and soul. Oh, like well, that too. <laughs> One of those fingers were involved. Well, we've had a lot of fun so far here talking about some of our top three beers out of this flight of twenty. If you want to go back and listen to all twenty of them, go back to the first part of the episode. We'll be right back and covering more of these. Welcome back to the BBC Power Hour here at 3 a.m. My name is Good Boy Mike, and we are here to talk about beers that we don't love out of these flights from the the state okay. of Virginia. That's Scottish. That, that is That's South African. Or no, Scottish. No, 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 no. Or you want me to go back to the Queen? Nope, nope, oh, nope. Yes, it is. Nope. Hard pass. Hard, <laughs> hard pass. Artist. 
love passes. Hey, we could always ask David Attenborough <laughs> to step in and let us know about the beer. Yeah, that's right. It works well for Russians as well. So <laughs> no, oh, no, it doesn't. Not at all. If you lost track of what we're uh, talking about, so yes, I did. <laughs> so we're we're going through twenty beers from the state of Virginia. We've picked our top three beers out of this no, flight. No, no, go past this. Past this part. In fact, never play this again. Yeah, right. <laughs> like we said, Sparky's up next with his top three. <laughs> okay. Um, can I just go back to uh, Coco Maypalm? Because let's just talk about that for another like really? 20 minutes. No, no, no. All right. Uh, that was just so delicious. But um, so first thing I'll start up with is uh, Cruise Control. So that was a, a New Zealand style Pilsner uh, with Moteka and Wataku uh, hops. Wataku. Wataku. Yes, it's true. Um, yeah. What is a New Zealand style Pilsner? Well, uh, it's a Pilsner that uses New Zealand, New Zealand hops. hops. Basically, oh, yeah. that's how New Zealand is conquering the earth is we're just going to take any beer, put our hops in it, and now it's our style you it's almost like an australian get, accent while you're having it just a little bit no. because the kiwis just ate everybody from australia that's what you got to do is have the right accent while you're talking about new zealand hops wow thank you mick Dundee. thank you <laughs> I was about to say, are you gonna so, tell us about your diet that was absolutely not the right accent <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Queen approves. and you need to go back and watch flight of the concords to get into that that's new zealand it. mindset right there so uh, i know it's kind of like how the fact i haven't ordered uh tasmanian ipa in the last two years and um, everybody so sad this so is this oh is God. really nice it's, that's what i'm drinking right now it, yeah, yeah it was didn't make top three for me but it was top five i really enjoyed this one it's such a unique and uh, pleasurable style. I think we kind of get stuck in a certain like uh, hop profile mm. rut in a lot yeah. of times. What were you going to say, Dave? I was going to say, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. that married with a pills is just so nice. You know, I mean, I think it goes back to where you're talking about IPLs. Like, nobody does that. It just doesn't happen. And uh, that that nice, soft softness of a Pilsner lager married with uh you know god Some those delicious bold hops you know well and i don't think it's like too over the top they're right? not over I the mean, top but i mean but they are it, it, this is a more hop forward beer than if you see the word pilsner you're not expecting hop no and, forward, and those know? tasmanian hops hit you on the front of the palate sure. but then it kind of runs what were you gonna say keep going but i just i'm not sure i agree with what dave just oh. said to me to me pilsners are very hoppy beers they are you know they've Absolutely. got it on the end yeah, they have a they have a nice bitterness in the finish. But, but it's, the 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 floralness and like of what you're getting here. Just, I mean, I don't think you. It's get not that. American hoppy. Right. It's it's a very it's, right. it's traditional noble hops. It's English. <laughs> Wrong country. Right. <laughs> no, I love. I mean, I think the trend in American well, he stuff can't is do like a check. Uh, he can't do a check. Actually, yeah. So. When a when a crap brewery is lo- lucky enough to make a pilsner, they just hop the. F- <laughs> the heck out of it. And, uh, <laughs> they hop the fun right out of it. They hop the fun right out I almost saw the NPR center do a swan dive. Right for the red button. They hop the funk right out of this beer. But, but, but like this is just, to me, just a much more balanced example of, yeah. of ways you can go with a Pilsner. But I, I think you're right. I mean, I think uh, a traditional Pilsner, you expect a certain amount of bitterness. And- well, so what, what I was saying is, I guess it's the difference between hop bitterness and hop flavor. You know, like, are you using the hop on the, the front end of the boil or is it 
late boil edition hops. Now, I think you can get both in a classic German pills if they're really dry. I mean, you get the a little bit of that malt breadiness, but yeah. a big part of the punch of those is, is the bitterness and the those floral, herbal, spicy hops. True. So good job, uh, Crooked Run Brewing, for putting Yay. the fun back into a New yes. Zealand style. You hopped the fun on, into that beer. What's your sets rating for that? That was a uh, three for me. Man, we barely made it through that one. That was a close one for America um, and New Zealand. So next up from Ocelot Brewing in Sterling, Virginia, a lot of uh, favorites there was the Mi Corazon, the 6.7% IPA with Citroen Galaxy, and I gave that a three. That's all we're going to say about that beer. Well, I wrote down a couple of... Uh, so I thought the lemon off this was really uh, very evident. I just, it was It was undercarb for me. It was probably the one problem I had for Interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but I I definitely like the uh, the flavor profile off that for sure. Um, we all love... I mean, Citroen Galaxy, we've had that a whole ton. So this one just didn't have any good fake accents to really lend to itself. Fair enough. You can you work on that. You could do a fake Spanish accent. Me corazón. Um, no. Mi no. corazón. We should have just stopped. It yes. is a delicious beer. <laughs> there you Abrogados. go. I'm just saying Spanish words. <laughs> Mi corazón es Señor bueno. Señor Beavis, donde esta jalpas? <laughs> See, there you go. That's what it needed. It needed a high quality accent, you know, to be a lot better. I think... I think you did better than I did. Don't um, esta mi corazón. And then last but not least, from Vanish Farmwoods Brewery in oh, Leesburg, Virginia, yeah. we had Andre the Giant, Volume 2.0, the 6.8 Brute IPA. So I, I'll be honest with you, this is the my first time ever tasting this style. I, I Really? Ditto. Yeah, so I, I everybody's... Brood IPAs are so hot right now. Dude, I oh did my not God, even so know that. So, like, how do I not know? You didn't have Sean's Brood IPA or the New Heights Brood IPA? You I don't know get around is? much. I know. You know? Yeah, like, you, are true. you a beer guy or what? Well, oh, oh, snap. Wow. I'm clearly not good at what I do, he, but. He, he did admit earlier to drinking a lot of the alcoholic seltzer. Yeah. Like, so I did. That. I'm so sorry, You're guys. You're in the freaking guys, building where they have like Miller pounds. High Life all day long. That's true. Are you telling me you've never had Well, there's a pony shortage right now oh my those tiny high life ponies they're so tiny they almost don't count is miller high life i a think i think you're building no. you have to chug one of those before you can even go to your no. desk i'm not sure where the correlation i was think there. eek is technically no no it's not brute, um, champagne miller uh, high life the champagne of beer Something you like brute that. um but no i mean my god this is just so delicious um i get a four on the sip suds and smokes rating it won't where do I it. gave it a four. It won't allow me to. <coughs> it was there it All right, there we go. I think he was trying to give it a five, but no. but um, yeah. Any sure? I just I enjoyed the beer. Uh, I like the brewed IPA style. There's some great local ones here in Nashville. Uh, but Vanish Farmwoods Brewery just on the whole is doing some really cool stuff. If you get anywhere in Northern Virginia, you need to go see that place. Yeah. Just love them. It is a very interesting style that um, have, has taken off, and I, I'm not quite sure what's happened other than I'm suspecting that a certain yeast got a, became available where this was a thing that everybody wanted to come out with a brute IPA. Um, the ones that I did taste locally, I thought were a bit challenging. Um, <laughs> you know, it's the best way I could describe it. It's a nice it. euphemism. Well, so, and I think what's tough is, is that you're comparing it against a taste profile that's been around for such a long period of time, you know, 
And I just think it's very tough to kind of stack up and say, this is exactly like, you know, X, Y, or Z. Uh, because you, I, this is one of those styles that you walk in, you have a preconceived notion of what it should taste like in terms of a reference. And I don't know that that's really the best reference that you should be thinking about. It's very difficult for me to set aside, you know, anything that I would know about that and say, do I like what's in the glass? Because I was constantly going, hmm, does it taste like this over here? And I thought it was a little difficult. And so it's such a new style. Like high life? Is that what, it, <laughs> is that what we're saying? I, I'm sorry. I'm I think we're here. saying you should go into it with an open mind. Yeah. Um, a more open mind than maybe I have. And I actually wrote down better than average, you know, for this one. So, uh, well, I think, is it kind of like how all the IPA, the new IPA trends go? Like people, when the New England IPA started, people, and even now they say, well, it's just an unfinished beer that's not ready to drink. So, that's why it's hazy and it's still kind of cloudy and stuff. And you have to drink it right away, which I don't. What about do all the crazy with, like uh, fruit extract and syrup adjunct beers that explode in cans? Is that a style that's. Uh, <laughs> Exploding can yeah. style? <laughs> yes. That should be a Exploding style. Exploding cans brewery. Are you saying exploding raspberry goza? <laughs> Ooh. Well, now, hey. That no. would be like uh, the, you know, BJCP uh, well, number 42. So that's Exploding what I'm thinking. <laughs> so, so when the BJCP accepts this beer style in, uh, in 10 years from now, um, <laughs> maybe we'll have a final Hey, look, song. they you gave know, Hazy Juicy their own. Well, that was the BA, so. not the BJCP. No, no, no. Yeah, no, BA, BA did, but no. it took a hot minute for that, I think. Yeah, I, I actually think the Brood IPA is a reaction to the New England IPA because some of them are so so sweet they're almost cloying and mm -hmm. we're going the opposite direction i've seen brood ipas clear i've seen them hazy but they're all dry you know thanks to the enzymes they're using some in the mash some in fermentation but really just chewing up all the sugar that's there and, mm -hmm. and making them dry as can be uh, yeah some uh champagne style yeast that you know create some drying agent you know that's that's coming in around these which is what you should be looking for i think so Anyway, uh, you offered up your suds rating on this, did yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Okay, I yeah, we didn't get the sound. To I it, had, but to thank you, step Drew in. stepped in and All made right. the sound for Boston right. America. I have my three here uh, f to talk about. So there's this thing that's been going on for a while that people, for some reason, they love beers in the shower. I don't get it. I've tried it. Whatever, you know. It's refreshing, um, Mike. Right. Uh huh. I've had beers in hot tubs. I've had beers in the pool. I've had beers in the ocean. Um, you know, I have had beers on the can. I have not had beers in the shower that I thought were really. I hope you were trying to say in the can. Did you have beers oh, in the can? I was just thinking the same thing. That's where I went immediately. Yeah. So uh, I did pick a beer from Champion Brewing in Charlottesville, Virginia called Shower Beer. It is a Czech style pills that is 4.5% ABV. I wrote down one phrase in my tasting notes. This is chuggable. Yep. Um, I will say this. If you search for shower beer on Instagram, be prepared. Be, be prepared. Be prepared. Wow. Right. Yeah. Not safe well, but, for work. But don't yeah. go for golden shower beer because that's a totally <laughs> different subgenre. <laughs> and it's a half gainer and wham, they hit that sensor button right <laughs> on us right there. So... Uh, I guess the thing I, I liked about this uh, 
the shower beer uh, from Champion Brewing is the simplicity of it. I just thought that it was super crisp, clean, all the way around. It reminded me of a lot of the signature components you're looking for around Czech-style pills, which is it's just squeaky clean. It's very simple. Um, and we talk about all the times that some of the most difficult beers to make really well are the more simple style beers. And this struck me as something that was very well made. And I can see people really ordering this uh, by the keg or by the pitcher pretty easy. So my sedge rating for the shower beer from Champion Brewing in Charlottesville, Virginia is a three. Nice. So the next beer I uh, I kind of picked was actually something everybody went, really? I can't believe it. You know, so, yeah. Um, really? Uh-huh. Let's see if I can find it here on the list. Can okay. you share it? Uh, so from South Street Brewery in Charlottesville, Virginia is the Tongue Dropper. This is a 8.4% sour double IPA, and Sparky is nodding his head in a violent motion here next to me. Shaking, <laughs> shaking, Mike, shaking. Yep. Uh, it is There's the beer no formerly known ninja. as Tongue Ninja, apparently. So they had a name change. Look uh, it up on this. Urban Dictionary. It yeah. will change your world. So uh, <laughs> a couple of tasting notes I wrote around this. It was really creamy, uh, which is... <laughs> he's not laid on that button on anybody else today. But you, he? yeah, he's but been me. on I your am, ass. Yeah. I am totally being... Anyway, so uh, it really had a very creamy mouthfeel. Oh, you're not going to hit it again. All right. I just I've made to my sure. point. You made your point. <laughs> All right. Uh, a lot of tangerine and lemon kind of flowing off this. I really, you know, that concept, even the word sour double IPA just makes me shudder, you know, at, at that concept. Um, but this works. Uh, I just thought that it was in good harmony. Um, I I thought it was uh, very well balanced all the way around. I I really I enjoyed the beer. Uh, my sedge rating for the South Street Brewery Tongue Dropper is going to be a three. I think it got better as it warmed up. Um, I would much. agree with that. It's still not good, but it it's got straight better. sour to me. <laughs> I don't get any of the, the IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was just sour. This for beer me smells too. funky. Can I have you one, please? <laughs> It does taste like uh, almost a powdery uh, sweet tart uh, kind of thing, or yeah, I can see that with a dipping stick thing. You know, oh yeah, uh, I know where that stick was. Do those dip. still? Oh. Or yeah, so it really has kind of that very pronounced element of sugar and you know tartness about it. Um, but yeah, I, it's a I, saucy tart. I don't know if it's kettle sour, but I am betting buns. It is definitely a kettle sour, so it doesn't present itself like something infected. So. Uh, I yeah. think it might be infected, Mike. <laughs> Infectious. <laughs> All right. Uh, the last beer uh, that I picked out of my top three in is the Johan and the Giant Peach from Aslan uh, Beer Company in Herndon. That sounds like definitely a government uh, project for sure. Um, this is a double IPA with vanilla and peaches. Its ABV is 9.4%. This is enough to knock a, uh, a diplomat on their feet uh, from Yugoslavia. Um, hmm. It'll knock the peach right out of you. You know, I thought this was uh, very well executed. I, You know, we had some other things on here that they were supposed to be vanilla in it, and I never got it. And then there were some other things they said were supposed to be vanilla 
and I or not, and there was vanilla all over it. Anyway, this one I thought fit the description pretty well. I got the peach, I got the vanilla. I thought the hot profile was working well. I really love the mouthfeel, probably the best off this. It was, it was nice and creamy um, itself. My sedge rating for Johan and the bigger boat is a three. Giant peach. Oh, yes, giant peach. You had to get a bigger boat to put the giant peach in it. It's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. You survived this episode. Um, Did we? Barely. <laughs> hey, uh, you can find us again uh, next week, right where you found this episode, as well as on radio, satellite, online at iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and nearly any place that you want to listen to a podcast. Podcast. Ooh, a podcast. Sexy podcast. Yeah. Get that podcast. Uh, the easiest way to find the show on your phone is ask Alexa, Siri, or Google Play Podcast, Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram every day at sipsudsmoke. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Please take the time to rate this episode if you're listening online. Five stars. Um, I want to take the time to thank our host, good old boy Dave. Hey, thank you. Kendall, you got a great blog. Why don't you tell everybody about that? Yeah, my wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com, also on Instagram. Good old boy Drew, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Captain of Parenting While Intoxicated, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. I'm glad that uh, my ankle monitor allows me to be here right now. Are you sure about that? Well, Maybe it has an affliction with raspberry beer. It's kind of burning a little bit. I don't know if that's normal. <laughs> it doesn't normally happen. That way. It's other parts that usually burn. Hey, this is uh, good old boy Mike asking you to come back, join us once again, and to keep on sipping. been a one tan hand production of sip suds and smokes a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life from the dude in the basement studios your host the good old boys will see you all next time <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>